Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our scenario is entitled A Trick of the Light. It was written by Janice Hill, and she'll be GMing it for us. Uh, Troy Wheeldryer will be giving the recap. Uh, this will be episode three. It's Boston in the Jazz Age. The players are ready. Let's begin our journey into the darkness. Troy? All right. So uh, I wake up in a frenzy because I've just realized that what happened the previous night was not a dream. I did, in fact, see a woman in a painting who moved and said very distinctly, help me. Me being a uh, woman of the times, uh, I, have to, I have to look out for my fellow woman. So I've assembled a very disparate group of gentlemen to uh, assist me in this endeavor. Uh, we met up at the Boston Globe uh, and uh, we determined that we've all agreed to help this woman in any way possible. Based on our leads, uh, we know that um, uh, a Mr. Jeremiah Lambert is the, in fact, the painter of the, uh, in my opinion, uh, bourgeois, uh, trite, banal piece of art uh, that in fact, hides this remarkable woman. Uh, I sent out a uh, Mr. Gerard, which I've explained in previous diaries, uh, I'm not quite trustful of, but I feel like he may be somewhat useful, um, at least in, in the, the interim. Uh, some other figures that are somewhat less than savory, but uh, may have some uh, intriguing qualities in this endeavor are uh, present. Uh, 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 Mr. Diz, uh, they are uh, looking to gather more information on the uh, uh, art side of things, uh, the dealers. Um, to figure out if, if they can find any more information about uh, the artwork and how uh, our poor Mr. Purley came into possession about it. Um, I would rather not get all the details on how they're going about that. Uh, and then we have uh, Frankie and Johnny, our two uh, jazz players, the ostensible subjects of my piece that is probably going to have to be moved to another column. Uh, I'm sure the editor will understand. Uh, Frankie and Johnny went to visit a, uh, assuming a uh, disreputable uh, gentleman called uh, Danny Dice uh, to procure a woman of the night. Um, Hopefully, uh, we can get more information about the woman in the painting uh, who Pearlie seems to think uh, belongs to that profession. Uh, as far as we know, we are all going to be meeting up uh, to plan our next moves. I, for one, am uh, going to work on uh, 
getting in touch with a Mr. Philip Stone, who was the ostensible buyer of the painting. Uh, I'll end my dispatch now, and I am ready to head out and see if I can get more information to save this poor woman. Excellent. Um, I'm going to presume that um, since you all went your separate ways to uh, follow up some of these leads, except for, as I remember, uh, Gerard, who went back to his apartment, uh, that um, you have made some sort of arrangements to at least touch bases or meet the next morning or mid midday, lunchtime perhaps, with our uh, jazz musicians who are out fairly late. Um, Diz is off taking care of some unspecified business, so who knows what he's up to at this point. But uh, I know that uh, Prez certainly has some information to report on what they were uh, looking into and what they found out. Uh, it looks like on our agenda is um, speaking to Philip Stone today and uh, meeting with the uh, young woman who was engaged for uh, unspecified services at this point by uh, Frankie and Johnny in the hopes of tracking down this elusive and mysterious Lydia Oleander who has a tie to the artist's model. Uh, so let's assume that uh, probably around maybe two o'clock or so in the afternoon. You folks will convene at a coffee shop not far from uh, Gerard's apartment just to save some wear and tear on his, uh, his boots, as it were. And uh, Prez can uh, let you know what, uh, what they found out. Boots, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> Slippers. <laughs> this is his moccasin phase. <laughs> It's my purple moccasin phase. So I'm I'm going to the the coffee shop. Okay. No, I don't want any coffee. You're Where going is to, everybody? Are you going to get there early, Maggie? Or are you going to be fashionably? Tardy. Uh, she'll be a little bit fashionably late, but not not too late. This is okay. something she's actually interested in. So, okay, ten fifteen minutes tops. I'm I'm going to be uncharacteristically on time. <laughs> right. Just to throw you off. <laughs> Bonjour, Prez. How are you? Oh, I'm not too bad. How's tricks? Tricks? I don't know tricks. You're a card, Leo. <laughs> the Joker in the pack. Yes, the Joker, yes. <laughs> uh, Johnny and Frankie, are you guys going to be on time or uh, running a little late or early? We're waiting for a wake-up call from uh, Frankie. So depends on what time he gets up. We'll get up pretty much on time. I'll stop by your swim by your place and beep the horn outside. All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're, we're heading there. Okay. Hey, buddy. Cup of Joe. Cider dough. Over here. 
uh, Maggie will saunter in and uh, ask the boy, oh, and a dry piece of toast and black coffee, please. She'll sit down, uh, Prez, Gerard. I, uh, I, I've already spoken to you, Gerard, but Prez, uh, how, how was the, uh, the meeting? I better, I better wait until everyone else gets here. Oh, Prez yes, here. yes. Yeah, it, was, yeah, uh, it, it, it was interesting. How about you? What's rattling, Toots? <laughs> uh, well, um, today I'm uh, planning to go meet with uh, Philip Stone. Um, uh, can it be assumed that I got in touch with his secretary or? Sure. She Okay. All right. So we've we've set up a meeting uh, to to meet at his place for for a column. Look at this motley bunch sitting here drinking coffee. I know. Ah, Mr. Flynn. How is everybody? I'm pretty sure this isn't coffee that I'm drinking. I think this this is some boil. <laughs> Bonjour, Johnny. Hey, what's happening, Captain? And uh, did you, how did your procurement go? Well, uh, we have an appointment. I'd say it's successful, but we may need some help from you all. We can't handle the woman. <laughs> <laughs> The uh, the price of this young lady that we're helping might be quite high. How high is quite high? Let's say I got to do um, some really big gigs for the next three years in order to make up. <laughs> My God. Uh, we were uh, quoted a price of about $20. $20? What is it? Gold-plated? That's what I'm uh, thinking. Uh, uh, for a make-believe woman in a, in a picture? That's crazy. Why don't you give up this silly hallucination of all of yours? Gerard, this is real. And uh, Frankie and Johnny, if you need some assistance, I, I, can, I can help. I don't know. I think you should probably take a better look at the painting again. Make sure that before you spend twenty dollars on a piece of fluff. And, so, um, do we know this girl is look, the girl? Let's well no. Um set this up. We're trying to get in touch with her madam. Okay. For us to get in touch with her madam, you have to go through this other young lady. You have to work your way through the Look at this as a pasture. Yeah. Yeah, my, my Look at this is an early birthday. <laughs> 20, 20, 20 bucks would grease a whole lot of palms. Yeah. You sure you're going about this the right way? No, actually, I'm not. My hope is. Well, well, well thanks for, for, for that after I spent my money. Well, I don't think we've paid yet, have we? How how much you short? Well, I'm hoping we could maybe do like a pool or something so that we could all chip in a certain amount. <laughs> My hope is so. What 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 the intent was is that 
when this young lady uh, arrives, I can explain the situation to her and hopefully either she will grant us a huge discount. I mean, we'll probably still have to pay for her time in some way, but I'm hoping she will see that we're trying to help one of her friends or and appeal to her. Assuming she's friends you ain't never done this before, have you? No. Uh, no. Why is she going to? If she turns up at your room, she gets she gets the money, right? Because there's going to be a guy outside who makes sure that she gets the money. She's not going to leave without the money. There's going to be no negotiating. It's, it's going to yeah. whatever you get out of her is going to take twenty twenty dollars, even if it's just a name. It's twenty dollars. Mm. I'll tell you that now. Not yes, that I've ever. Use the services of um, working ladies, but um, you know, I, uh, I, I, I I visit a lot of speakeasies, and people are free and easy with their their recollections of their um, <clears throat> adventures. Right. Yes, you 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 should be very careful. Tony is a very dangerous man, or whatever his name is. I was about to say his Tony. Okay. Well, no, best of luck, you gentlemen. I some, will, some torpedo. I I'll provide ten dollars if the rest of you can can um, scrounge up some some extra cash. I'll spot you five. Appreciate it, everybody. But damn, I I want to get invited to some good. Parties for the next couple of years. I still owe me a interview. I am apologetic. All I have is uh, fifty cents. I just don't have that kind of cash. Okay. Every little bit counts. Mm -hmm. Okay. And Prez. What's what's going on with with your attempts? Well, I see your colleague isn't here. I've no idea where he is. I think he's got something on with that uh, Mexican guy. Oh some, yes, some thing. I don't know. Um, hmm. Did he get okay? Finished? You know, if she's going to listen to you at all, if she's going to, I'm sorry. If she's going to listen to you at all, you better show her the picture. Oh, the picture. Sorry, I, I right the picture. Yeah. Sorry, for a minute I thought that was some kind of euphemism. It is not that picture. big a picture, Monsieur. <laughs> but I I agree. I think I think showing her the actual painting would might be helpful. You think just to get a name from her? I mean, I thought you wanted to convince her that, uh, that you had a need to save this invisible woman in the painting. Well, it could backfire because it obviously didn't work for you, Gerard. So if it yeah, doesn't work it, for her. <laughs> I hadn't taken quite as many drugs as you had. Or she could see it like we have and go raving mad. And it's statistically speaking, the probabilities are greater that she will. I mean, if all of us saw it and you're the only one that hasn't seen it, Gerard, then probability-wise, 
Well, Zin, what you must tell her is that uh, one of her friends, uh, you don't even have a name, do you? We have uh, two names, but we don't know if they're her real name. Well, you, you must tell her that one of her friends are in trouble and that you uh, you will still pay her, but, uh, but that uh, you are trying to find out information so you can save her. Mm -hmm. Yep. That was the plan. That's the plan anyway. But if she thinks any of you are involved in law enforcement, you won't get the thing out of her. I don't really know how to hold one of these things. <laughs> would would you think my presence would be helpful? You are a woman, yes. Lay for fear, perhaps. Mm. Yes, you're you are, are a woman, woman, but you're also a reporter. You're probably well known as a reporter, so believe I me. I don't work. I don't work the Vice Squad. Well, believe me, the the whores do not have time to uh, read. Uh, uh, to to put faces with newspaper people, they might know. You never know. Might have read the thing, but they would know what she looks like. Well, remember these these ladies are high end. These are they are these are from. No, the ever going to see in the newspaper is a name. Well, perhaps I'm a little bit of a celebrity. Yeah, yes, I mean, so I, I'm, I'm fine with that. I mean, so is Hedy Hooper, but nobody knows what she looks like. <laughs> Okay. Well, I mean, just letting you know, airing out my my opinion. If if uh, a reporter around, especially when two men, is, it may seem like we're trying to report on that particular uh, lifestyle. I think you should all be armed. So I shouldn't be present then. So we've agreed on. Oh. What I'm thinking is Frankie and I can um, question her, talk to her, tell her okay. that we're here to help a friend. Um, get us. Um, All right. You're going to be there, right, Johnny? And she doesn't have to work. It's true. She may be grateful for that. Um, actually, easy money. She's meeting up at your place, right? Yeah, I, another foolish mistake I gave yeah, yeah. my actual address. Well, I mean, your wife is out of town, right? <laughs> I don't have a wife. I'm a jazz yes, musician. Keep saying that. I'm a jazz musician. I'm out. Keep saying that. Oh, my. But yeah, um, I could bring over the painting if that might help convince her, but. You know, if, if nothing else, that might be a good way to show her what who we're looking for. Who we're, who we're talking, yeah, who we're talking that, about. That, so. that might work out. And then if she happens to see okay. something. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, I mean, if she, if she doesn't see anything, start off by showing her the, you know, telling her that we're looking for her. Mm -hmm. um, this, the painting talked to us or anything like that. Right. Mm -hmm. Whatever friend says that she's in trouble and we're looking. She does see what's what's in the painting like we have. It'd be easier to convince her. Yeah. You know, we have a of uh, who we're looking for. 
Sound good? Yeah, sounds relevant. What did it what did you do yesterday, Jordan? What did I do? I went to the art um um well, the word just went right out of my head. The art the art dealers. Um to see if they had any 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 knowledge of these paintings, which more or less they did not. Hmm. They had heard of, uh, of course, uh, uh, Monsieur Pickman, but uh, there was no example of his work anywhere to be found. I think I heard about him years ago, but he had very strange paintings. Yes, I, I happen to remember hearing about him, and this Lambert fellow is connected to him somehow. Um, I think they said he was a student. Mm. of Pickman's. You mean there's more than one of these strange paintings? Well, I don't know about that. Pickman's paintings are all in the hands of private collectors. They are, um, from what I understand, they are very disturbing, mm -hmm. avant-garde. Mm. Well, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you for a fact that I found out that there's at least one other Lambert painting. Oh, really? Yeah, seems this uh, Phil Aidy fella over at the pool hall. Mm -hmm. He's uh, a creepy son of a bitch, that one. Um, he's uh, apparently got a handle on some fella he knows. Is, uh, I guess you'd say he was Lambert's uh, landlord. Lambert skipped out, left a load of unpaid bills, and... Uh, the guy decided to take over the uh, the paintings, sell them off, try and get back some of the cash. But um, in the course of discussion, I may have led AD to believe that I was interested in making some copies of these paintings so that we could sell them to multiple buyers and double his money. I guess um, who gets to be the the fake artist? Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to... Quite the conspiracy. Yeah, I'm trying to come up with a way that we're going to get out of that, or I'm going to get out of that. Um, but uh, it, it gives us a little bit of time to hang on to the painting. It gives Pearly a little bit of, a little bit of leeway as well. Um, hopefully, uh, yeah, it won't, it won't come back on us. But... Um, yeah, I told the guy I'd get in touch with him in the next couple of days. But um, I don't know. There's something about this that, that doesn't that doesn't seem right. I mean, I'm, I'm not quite sure I, I, even I, what you're trying to do. Well, I'm I'm hearing I'm hearing this fella has got like a the the pearly's got a a, a a two grand debt, and he's paying off a two grand debt by delivering a painting. For two grand? The the economics of this are very sketchy, I agree. I mean how many how many hoods could you hire to drop off a painting? You could hire an army to deliver that painting in a an armored truck for two grand. So there's 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 more to this than meets the eye. There's there's something there's something going on here. I don't well, know what the hell it, it is, but there's something going on here. One has to consider, too, if uh, if somebody in the crime syndicate 
wants, does not want to do something, like delivers a painting, for whatever reason. Perhaps he doesn't want to uh, meet uh, the, the man who wants to collect it. Then he may be willing to forgive such a debt, uh, simply because it's really kind of meaningless to him anyway. $2,000 to you and I, it's insane, but to a man who has millions of dollars in secret, $2,000 is nothing. And he just doesn't want to deliver the painting. It seems, it seems incredible. I'd go deliver the painting for $2,000. I'd, I'd do anything he wanted else. I'd kill somebody for $2,000. It's worth bearing in mind. Write that down, Mike. Who wouldn't? Yes. <laughs> um... Hmm. Well, I'm going to go investigate this Philip Stone fellow. I have uh, an appointment to go meet with him. Um, does anyone want to come along and uh, take on a, a persona? Um, I can have you be a photographer or something. Photographer. Um, give me one moment. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I've got one of those. <laughs> yeah. Um, you have a camera? No, I haven't got a camera, but I've got a photographer's business card. Uh, well, we'll uh, need to go by the Globe and see. Lloyd, Lloyd Russell, photographer. Ah, perfect. <laughs> Excellent. Um, we'll need to procure a camera. Uh, perhaps I can go by the, the Globe and see if I can sneak one out. Okay, I'll give it a go. I mean, how hard can it be? You just point at the things and press the button, right? Yeah, essentially. Point yeah, and shoot, right? I can do that. Yeah. You can do that. Yeah. Especially with modern advancements in photography, it's quite simple. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I, I know all about it. I used to have a box brownie. All right. So Maggie's going to get up to go. Prez, are you coming? Sure am. Yeah. Uh, anybody else in the crew want to tag along with uh, with Maggie? Not particularly. <laughs> I'm not sure I can trust her. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing. I see. Uh, how about you, Frankie or Johnny? Either of you want to go along with uh, with Maggie? Well, two. Three is a crowd. Uh, uh, uh. Sounds a little too high end for me. We stick out like sore thumbs. What do you want to do, though? Um, I have this appointment until what, 2 a.m.? 2 a.m. Oof. So we got to get you all jazzed up for your uh, your little date tonight. Right? <laughs> Cue let's, the let's, montage let's scene. A, <laughs> let's, let's have a little stroll around town. And um, as a matter of fact, I'll tell you about this song that that um, that's been going on in my head. Um, that I want you to perform the next time. Uh... Yeah, absolutely. Want to hear that? 
Well, uh, you guys can take advantage of Gerard's fashion sense. I'm sure he can offer some uh, tips on personal grooming and dressing to, uh, to get you spiffed out. Yeah. Come along. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. I was going to ask really quick. Do we have any names linked to this girl yet? To the, the girl in, in the girl in, in the painting. picture. Yeah, I believe Pearlie said that he believed her name was Cassandra. Cassandra. Because he had seen her um, a couple of months ago, back in twenty six at uh, some of the nightclubs he was playing at. Okay. Uh, he's presuming that that's not her real name; that that's her working name. While they're all gone, I'm going to go see if I can find out if there's a missing girl named Cassandra. All right. Where are you going to look? The red light district. Okay. All right. Um, there's probably not a lot of people up at about at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Right. They're doing their laundry and stuff right. maybe right. at this point. That's kind of what I'm hoping for. Okay. All right. So... So you're not going to hang out with Johnny and give him fashion tips? No. <laughs> he would look ridiculous in silk. <laughs> he should wear a black pinstripe suit. It would be beautiful on him. I have one of those. And a fedora. Alrighty. Not one of those black fedoras, but one that's almost black. All right. Um, let's uh, let's take care of our meeting with Mr. Stone first. Right. Um, we will uh, try not to keep everyone hanging too long uh, while you guys are off. Uh, we'll presume that you've uh, had your meeting set up for about four o'clock, which would have given you an hour, hour and a half to meet with the other folks at two, and then pop over to the Globe and pick up a camera. Um, Prez can get himself uh, situated to look like a photographer. You can get him a little press pass to stick in his hat band and uh, yeah. that kind of thing. And drive out to the expensive, ritzy, ritzy part of town. Um, the address is set back off the street up through a winding gravel driveway. Uh, you can't really see anything but the top of the roof of the house uh, from the street because there are trees and things all in front. And uh, there does not appear to be any kind of uh, guards or anything like that. You can just drive up through the uh, to the driveway to the front of this place. It is a very large, rambling, two-story house, uh, probably built during the colonial period. So big pillars out in front and whitewashed brick, uh, neatly trimmed hedges. Uh, the area around the house is fairly wild. So in the immediate perimeter, there's trimmed grass and looks like landscaping. But uh, you don't have to go too far to get out into kind of brambles and woods and that sort of thing. And uh, you folks can leave the car there and go up to the front, ring the doorbell. Uh, not surprisingly, it is answered by a 
honest to God, real English butler in a cutaway coat and striped trousers and has his hair slicked back. He's probably in his 50s, a little older. Uh, not wearing white gloves, so you can tick a point off for that if you're keeping track of that sort of thing. Um, but he will, once you identify yourselves, he will open the door and usher you into the foyer, which is a big, big area with black and white marble tile and a stairway going up to the upper floors. You can see um, wooden doors, uh, pocket doors that are closed currently but he will uh, take you into the front parlor where you can wait. It is uh, furnished very, very modern. So uh, streamlined, uh, very art deco, lots of space with uh, heavy carpets, dark, dark heavy curtains. Um, there's a big fireplace, but it's not lit given that this is early spring, so it's probably still fairly warm. And it will not take uh, about a couple of moments. You guys can poke around and sort of look at the bookshelves and things like that, uh, get a sense of the fellow that owns the place. That's a good idea. Um, can I kind of look at the artwork that's on the walls? Is it similar in style to the Lambert piece? Uh, it's much more modernistic. So very few things that have any kind of realism or pictorial quality, lots of, uh, you know, stripes of color, more abstract looking. Mm -hmm. uh, if you know much about modern art or you have a taste in modern art, you can tell that he definitely knows his stuff as far as purchasing. But uh, if you're not into abstract art, it looks just like big splotches of color and Pretty, but not greatly impressive. So it sort of depends on where your tastes run on that uh, uh, that scale. Uh, as far as books go, he seems to be fairly uh, eclectic reader. There are there's history here. Uh, you don't see a lot in the way of popular novels. Geography, history, some math books, some astronomy books, mostly hard science and nonfiction. Not no Fitzgerald on the. No. <laughs> okay. All right. Hmm. How about you, Prez? What are you going to poke around at? Um, I'm just going to uh, take in the room generally. I think try and get the measure of the man. Yeah, the feeling that you get is that there's not a lot of clutter here and not a lot of sentimentality. So you don't see keepsakes or knickknacks or, you know, frou-frou kind of things. But it doesn't have a overwhelming masculine feel to it either at the same time. Presumably this is just a room where he entertains people as well. So yeah. there's very little in the way of a personal exactly. touch. Yeah, it, uh, it gives you a little bit of a feeling of sort of walking into a furniture showroom. It's a little too neatly placed, a little too precise. Uh, there's something a little hollow about it in a lot of ways. Is there a cigarette box on the table? There is, indeed. Okay. I'll make a note of that. That doesn't mean anything, though. He might be a smoker. He might not be. He might just have them there for guests. Um, 
Hmm. Is there any um, is there any alcohol on display? There is a small cabinet discreetly tucked into a corner of the room that has some decanters, but and uh, they have various colored liquids in them, but no labels or anything hmm. like that. So he's um, not necessarily um, afraid of the law, then. Mm. He's quite willing to, to display, well, kind of willing to display the fact that there's alcohol in his home. It's not hidden away. So, Could I press? He's not necessarily afraid of the law, which I guess with a man with this much money, he has every right not to be. Especially in this town, am I right? I happen to agree with you. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, both Prez and Maggie do have a kind of flair and sense for the dramatic. And um, if you're a little cynical, you can chalk up his appearance to waiting until just long enough you're almost antsy but not quite so that you're pacing and wondering where he is mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh, Philip Stone is a older man very trim looks very athletic he has graying hair very distinguished uh, though not uh, not tall and uh, he has apparently somewhat taken a page out of Gerard's book because he is dressed in black silk lounging pajamas and has a uh, bright yellow robe over the top of that uh, and fancy embroidered house slippers of a deep purple hue on his feet. Okay. And we'll pause dramatically in the, the door frame with one hand up against the frame and look both of you up and down. Maggie's a little taken aback. Um, she was not expecting that. Um, but she kind of recovers and says, oh, Mr. Stone, thank you so much for agreeing to meet with us. It is my pleasure. He steps in and offers his hand. Yes, and she'll graciously shake it. Uh, this is my photographer. How do you do, sir? Lloyd Russell. Mr. Russell, Star hey. photographer. How are you? Looks, looks you up and down and uh, makes a little gesture to one of the, the little love seat sofas there and let you folks get settled. Well, as she sits down, well, I just wanted to say thank you so much for letting us meet with you uh, on such short notice. Um, we had an issue with one of our colonists uh, being taken ill. Uh, and so we needed, um, we were going to ask you next week to, um, uh, to agree to this meeting, but we needed space to fill for this week. So I really appreciate it um, on such short notice. He nods and smiles and nods and smiles. Uh, so we would just like to get a feel for your um, artistic sensibilities. Our, our readers are really interested in um, sort of the, the new art. And from what I can see from this room, you're uh, quite the modernist. These are... Um 
not entirely the pride of my collection, but, uh, but they hold a special place in my heart. He gets up and walks over to one that's uh, covered in bright blue and orange splashes of color. Now this young man, I think he has some promise. Um, you know, if you have an eye for art, you can spot talent early and, um, well, when uh, they become famous or sometimes when they die, the uh, paintings uh, will appreciate in value, but that is not uh, monetary concerns. That, that is not why I buy. Hmm. What, what is your uh, passion about art? What, what, what drives you? What's in, what, what, what are you interested in? in <laughs> I like the unique the unusual, the things other people don't, aren't comfortable with. Now these, of course, the, these are things that I show my guests. Um, some of the things that I have uh, acquired are not to everyone's tastes. And of course, uh, a well brought up young lady like you, uh, you might find terribly offensive. So um, you understand that I don't keep those on public display. Oh, well, Mr. Stone, uh, you know, I was, I was, I was brought up uh, in, in a nice New England family, but uh, I work in the art world now and it is my duty as a, uh, uh, reporter of this field to to be exposed to the most um, uh, the most forms of art art I, I, uh, I can be I can see um, if you have any pieces that um, you deem to be exceptional I would I would love to see them well um, of course uh, you understand that I can't allow any sort of photography oh yes of course absolutely um, Lloyd, how about you set your your camera down over there, and and uh, we'll go take a look at some of his art. Yes, I can yes, describe it. I'm going to largely just hover in the background at the moment. Um, okay. I'm I'm more interested in in uh, studying Stone's mannerisms. Okay. Well, he will uh, make sure that you uh, set the camera aside and that you're not carrying it. Um, and he will stand up and sort of swan out of the room back to the foyer and motion the two of you to follow him and uh, take you up the big staircase. Um, uh, from his mannerisms, do I get sort of an effeminate sort of sense from um, A little bit. I mean, not, okay. not way over the top, but he's definitely a, a, a dilettante. Mm -hmm. um, who knows what else? Okay. <laughs> All right. Though you get the impression, at least when uh, he uh, first met the two of you, that he was giving both uh, Maggie and Prez the equal look up and down. So, do we get sort of a sense of uh, casual condescension? Uh, a little bit, but that kind of comes along with, with yeah. being wealthy and... You know. Everyone is, yeah. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. yeah. Especially since you're newspaper people, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. live in the city, yeah, right, yeah. Exactly. But uh, he will take you up to uh, 
the upper floor, which is a long hallway, and uh, there are some statues up here in, uh, in niches, which are all very, again, streamlined and uh, Art Deco looking. Okay. Um, think, uh, think the Oscar statue, that kind of style. Okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, goes down to a couple doors down where there's another little cabinet, and he stops and he opens up the cabinet and takes out a couple of glasses and uh, a bottle of something that's faintly green in color and uh, pours out three little shots and says, um, you are going to need to fortify yourselves before we go into my inner sanctum. Oh my, um, she takes a little sniff of it. Is it uh, anise? Uh, yeah, it smells like licorice. Licorice, okay, yeah. All right. Yeah, she'll take a she'll take a little sip and say, "I'm gonna I'm gonna um, pace myself." Right. How about you, Prez? Yeah, I'm just gonna drink it. Okay. I'll yeah. just knock it back. <laughs> All right. Well, he does the same. He pretty much downs it in one shot, and then uh, reaches into the pocket of his robe and brings out a, a key ring with several keys on it, and unlocks this door. And uh, it'll take a moment or two for your eyes to adjust because it is dark in here. There are heavy curtains. The room appears to have uh, pretty much no furniture in it. There are framed objects on the wall and a couple more what look like little statues off in the, the kind of darker corners of the room. But uh, he will turn on lights, but they're very dim. They're clearly kind of custom sort of showroom sort of lights. Um, and they come on just... Uh, a little bit above each of these paintings. So most of the room is still dark, but the, uh, the artwork is highlighted in, in their own little glow. And there is some of the most strange and bizarre kind of stuff here. Um, think of sort of some of the paintings out of the old night gallery TV program. If you ever saw that there's, um, you know, little Hieronymus Bosch mixed with uh, little Leonardo da Vinci on one of them, uh, people being consumed by flames, uh, weird distorted landscapes in one of them. Uh, none of these look like Lambert's. They're certainly better executed than the Lambert that you've seen, as far as technique go. And the statuary is uh, pretty obviously and clearly of the erotic nature. Mm -hmm. Well, my uh, now do I notice, are there any like actual like Hieronymus Bosch or like uh, no. all? Pretty yeah, camera. they're kind of mashups done by modern artists. Yeah, these are not, they they're don't have modern. that, yeah, okay. they don't have that veneer of old masters, varnishy kind of, kind of things. So, okay. yeah, the colors are bright and almost garish, some of them, a little eye blinding. Are there, are there any Pikmans among them? Uh, make a roll. Okay. Twenty-nine. Uh, was that a spot hidden roll? What did you roll there, Prez? I'm sorry. I rolled a twenty-nine. Oh, great. Ninety. Okay. <laughs> Ninety's a little overwhelmed. 
Yeah. <laughs> she's wandering painting to painting, shaking yeah. her head and trying to uh, unsee what she's seeing. <laughs> she's trying to, trying to keep cool. Yeah. <laughs> Not working. <laughs> um, one of these paintings, a very, very small one, uh, you can take a closer look at press. Um, it's probably no more than nine by 11, so fairly tiny in comparison to these other canvases, which are very large. Mm -hmm. uh, this one is a nighttime scene. It looks like a painting of a churchyard. You can see sort of broken tombstones and a, a um, iron fence and a steeple kind of in the distance, it's a night scene. So there's a moon and kind of scuddy clouds going across the top. And this one is probably the best executed of any of these paintings. And the closer you look at it and the more you examine it, the more you can see that there is definitely skill and artistry involved in this as opposed to the other ones which are more shock for shock's sake. This little painting you're looking at is a little unnerving, but you can't quite put your finger on what it is. It's a little bit of a cold chill up the back. And is it signed? Uh, it has the initials RP at the bottom, but that's uh, not a full signature, just the initials. Um, so well, I'll ask, I'll ask um, Stone, um, tell me, is is this a Pikmin? Well, you've got a good eye. He comes over and throws an arm over your shoulder. That is a gem. That is a gem. A gem and rare. Yes, I'm told his work's extraordinary diffi extraordinarily difficult to come by. <laughs> He's a very secretive man. Hmm. Didn't he have an apprentice or something as well? Mm, maybe. Students. Uh, there are a lot of people who try to emulate his work, that's for certain. Mm. Yeah, I heard that. I seem to recall hearing something about that. Do you, do you have any uh, uh, any other Pikmins or any other... Uh, no, uh, this is my only one. It is the gem of my collection. I've been looking for a couple of years trying to source some more or at least uh, source some that are painted by anyone who worked with him uh, in a similar style, but uh, they haven't turned up yet. Mm. Well, this is a fabulous collection. Um, I'm, I'm hard pressed to place it in, in a, a genre. Um, <laughs> he looks uh, very proud, kind of puffs out his chest. <laughs> you're, you're quite the uh, eclectic fellow. Well, you should come to some of our parties here. Oh, a party. I love a party. Oh. Are you going to be in town next week? Oh, yes. Well, you and uh, you, and Mr. Russell here, the two of you should come by. Dress is mm -hmm. optional, of course. Oh. <laughs> She kind of laughs, but with all like the erotic stature around, she's a little <laughs> bit uncomfortable, but she's like, oh. Prez um, desperately fights the urge to say, hey, I don't want to wear no dress. <laughs> but manages to stay in character as Mr. <laughs> Russell. 
Yes, we we love that. Um, I I always like to get a sense of the the art community. Is that sort of the the clientele that will be at this party? Yes, yes. Um, Wednesday night uh, it should start about uh, ten o'clock. Um, things will get rolling around midnight, probably. Oh, fabulous. Tell me, are there, are there a lot of other people who collect this kind of thing? A few, a few. We are um, keen competitors as well as friends. Oh, you'll probably meet some of them on Wednesday. How fascinating. Yes, well, I will definitely keep that out of my article. I'm sure you don't want hoi polloi showing up. Oh, absolutely. It is by invitation only. Yes, absolutely. Um, well, this is a fabulous collection. Um, if you wouldn't mind having uh, Lloyd here, Mr. Russell, um, take some pictures perhaps of your uh, your work and in, in the um, entryway. The, yes, the of course. That would be wonderful. Thank you. Um, and yeah, she's going to kind of study the Pikmin, you know, a little bit. Um, and. Yeah, kind of, there's, there's a little creepy vibe that comes off of it, but it doesn't move, so that's a relief. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. Um, anything else in the room that kind of caught my eye other than the horrible hellscapes? And... Uh, the floor has a, a really beautiful kind of inlaid mosaic pattern to it in blues and greens and... Uh, and yellows, very, um, very Turkish looking. Hmm. Kind of a mandala. Hmm. Okay. Um, and is uh, it's just sort of a square room, like a regular rectangular room? Uh, it, yeah, it's more. Uh, it's it's a little octagonal. It sort of juts out from the front of the house a bit, like a dormer, a dormer room. So okay. Okay. Hmm. Are there any other doors in there other than the one we came in through? There is not. And there's no there's no cupboards or closets. In there? Does not appear to be. It looks like uh, this room has been specifically set up for showing artwork, or at least uh, maybe it was a library or something previously. Hard to tell. Yeah, it doesn't look like it was a bedroom because there are no closets or other other exits. Okay. Um, Mr. Stone, did you uh, were you bequeathed this house? Uh, is this something that runs in your family? Or? Oh yes, I inherited it. My. Um, my father made a good deal of money during the war, you know. Oh, okay. What, the what Revolutionary business? War. Oh, okay. What, what, uh, what business uh, are, are you me, in? Me? Oh, I'm a collector. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> I mean, with a collection like this, I mean, you must spend enormous amounts of time and resources. Well, it's about getting exactly the right thing. Yes. Yeah. No. He points it to the paintings now. These two are balanced perfectly, and then he points to one across the room. Now, if I were to move any of these, it would completely throw off the entire balance of everything that is here. Hmm. You can't just hang anything in a room like this, you know. Hmm. Um, can I make a psychology roll? Sure. He's still got his arm thrown around you, Prez. 
I've got a five out of wow. 60. Um, is, is he toying with this when he says that? When he says that things are in balance, is he, does he seem like he's um, just talking about the, the paintings from an artistic point of view? Or does he seem like he's throwing some sort of um, oblique reference uh, in front of us? The impression you get is that it is a oblique reference. He's he seems to be testing the waters and watching for your reaction or, or waiting to see if you're responding. He's he's looking for some sort of response. Okay. Even though he's flipping this out very airily and as if it's, you know, uh, a very kind of uh, casual thing, there there does seem to be some sort of significance to to what he's saying. Yes, balance is, is very important. Uh, do you study any um, Eastern philosophies? Well, I dabble here and there. Um, I have an interest in Asiatic uh, philosophy, um, East Indian meditation. Uh, this room, and he walks over to the center um, and points at this little spiral kind of where the tiles all meet. One can be very calmed here if you sit and close your eyes and just feel the creative energy that comes from all these objects. Mm. Art is very powerful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's definitely kind of giving the like, you know, the woman who's like, you know, kind of like, <laughs> you know, just going along with whatever the man's saying kind of thing, you know, oh yeah, uh -huh, yeah, right, right. Um, so, mm, okay. Um, don't read the text. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, my bad. <laughs> um, you know, uh, there was this piece I saw recently, um, Oh gosh, it, it doesn't really fit in with, with this work, but uh, it, it, it sounds like it may be related. Lord, do you remember the, that painting? Um, uh, I, I think it might be related to Mr. Pickman somehow. Um, anyways, it's a, a picture um, of a, uh, a, a, a woman sitting in a room there's uh, sort of a harbor, a seascape behind her, um, blonde woman. You can uh, see his body start to kind of get a little, not tense, but sort of filled up with this kind of um, tension. Hmm. Tension's probably the wrong word. Adrenaline probably is a better word for it. He hmm. kind of jams his hands in the pocket of his robe and uh, kind of, takes a couple of breaths and says, where, where did you see this? Um, looks at you, his eyes are like all intensely focused on you. Uh, well, it, it, was, uh, it, was, it was at a party. Um, it, was, uh, it was just real quickly brought in, uh, but I, I did look at it. it. I just, it seems like- Do you know who the owner is? Do you know where it is? Do you have an address? Um, I, uh, I can tell you where the party was, but I don't know who the owner is. Can we go there now? Um, you know what? This was in a, 
this is in kind of a bad part of town. Do you want that to doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. All right. Um, well, let's let's see if we can we can arrange that. Uh, Look, Lloyd um, the, the, Ms. Townsend, I'm um, you know, I'm I'm more than happy to uh, more than happy to help you most of the time. But um, if if I don't get these snaps back to to the office oh yes within a, a very short time frame you have to get the negative I'm, I'm 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 risking my my job and i i know um i'm i'm, I'm sorry to bring it up but um oh, his head's swiveling back and forth between the two of you <laughs> how about this uh we can we can try and get it um possibly at, at uh, we can probably bring it to you uh, at the party on wednesday how about that are you sure i i can i can try yes well if you can't get it on wednesday then we have to go there okay all right we could do that it seems like you you know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, do you do you know anything about it? The woman throws his arms around Maggie's neck and hugs her. You are my new best friend. <laughs> oh oh my oh okay. I feel somewhat rejected at this point. He was, he was just <laughs> had his arm around me only a moment ago. I get the feeling this chap's quite fickle. I see. okay. Um, oh well, <laughs> thank you. Um, she's. She's a little bit embarrassed, but um, uh, well, yes. Anything, anything to help? Um, do you know anything about that painting? It struck me as very odd. Rumors. I've never seen it. I believe it is a early Pikmin of some sort. Um, I don't even know what size it is, but the description that you're giving of the subject matter, uh, there's been rumors, rumors for years that it existed. Ah, okay. So, all right. Well, this is very fortuitous then. Um, uh, okay. Mm. Uh, the woman, was she uh, a, a, a subject of his at one point? I don't know anything about the history of mm. it, frankly. Um, but, and he goes over and he takes one of the paintings off the wall and sort of shoves it aside with one foot. This is where it's going, right here. Oh, oh my. So, so you, you, you have it all planned out, don't you? Oh, yes, yes, yes. He kind of sketches the shape in the air. Now, if it's this large, then, and he goes rattling on about different sizes and different placements. And if it's this size, it needs to go three inches higher above this, this hook. And now he will rattle on for as long as, as you'll let him do so. Um, uh, Mr. Stone, I'm, I'm so terribly sorry to intrude, but um, uh, I, I, I really need to get these photographs taken so that I can oh. get them back before yes, the deadline. Yes, have to get it I'm to terribly, the terribly the Oh, uh, uh, he looks disoriented. You kind of pulled him out of his train of thought for a moment. And then he says, let me walk you to the door. And he links his arms through both of yours, puts himself in the middle and either of you on, on either side of him. Um, did, 
did Pikmin uh, do a lot of uh, uh, human models? Uh, do you know if, if uh, he worked with uh, uh, certain model uh, modeling agencies or, uh, you know, perhaps less than reputable uh, uh, Well, models? the type of women who would model for painters, you know. Not necessarily, um, unless, of course, it's a family portrait or something like that. Not necessarily the most um, of the most high moral standards, let us say. Mm, okay. Yeah, you know, the, this woman, she had a very enigmatic look about her. She was uh, um, uh, blonde. Um, yes, yes, that's what the story says. Ah, okay. Um, and her face was turned away from, from, from us in the painting. Does that sound familiar? It does. It sounds exactly like the painting I've been looking for all these years. Ah, okay. Um, do you know a model named, uh, Cassandra? Does that, in your dealings with this, uh... A model, a model. Um, she, she I used to know a Cassandra, but uh, I don't think she ever modeled for paintings. No, okay. Was she, um, hmm, that name just, uh, <laughs> oh, oh, well, I guess I've just, uh, that's not your name, is it? No, 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 no. Well, you could model for a painter. Oh, well, thank you. I'm very flattered. Uh, I prefer to write about uh, art rather than be the subject of it, though. <laughs> well, I'm sure we'll have some painters here on Wednesday who would love to do a portrait of you. Oh, well, that would be lovely. And you too, Mr. Russell. Well, thank you very much. It's, oh, it's, they uh, could do a portrait of the two of you together. Wow. That's, uh, that's really... Uh, that's really quite something. All right. Well, Prez, did you did you get your picture? Um, no, I, I need to do that. Now. Okay. So we could. Uh, well, let's go downstairs. He. Um, yep. Let's find somewhere with some the, good light. Yep. Locks the door behind him, and uh, we'll escort the two of you down back to the the main front parlor where where you first met him, and. He'll be happy to pose in front of a painting and you guys can kind of direct him and shoot. He has no difficulty at all for you taking pictures in this downstairs area. You can do as yeah. much photography as you like. I'm, I'm going to take as, as many photographs as I can in the hope that one of them comes out. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe one of the photographers at the newspaper can develop them for you. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I can only hope. All right, well, this was lovely. Thank you, Mr. Stone, for showing us your collection. Yeah, and um, we kiss should you have... on, Kiss you on the cheek and <laughs> kiss Mr. Russell on the cheek. And... <laughs> now, don't forget, don't forget, I expect to see you here. I expect to see both of you here. Yes, of course. We can't wait. And I'm, as we're kind of walking out, I've got my arm and <laughs> got to get the hell out of here. 
uh, he'll stand in the doorway and wave and wave until you guys pull out where you can't see the front of the house anymore. <laughs> You're the best GM ever. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Janice. You're welcome. <laughs> I walked right into that one. All right. All right. You guys can drive back. Um, Gerard, you said that you were fine with uh, everyone listening to uh, to your little sure. activities. Okay. Sure. Um, would you like to uh, fill them in on uh, what you're doing? We. Oui. I'm going to head over to uh, the red light district on North Street, and uh, I'm heading to a bar called the Black Sea, uh, and. Uh, as I walk in the front door, uh, the the bouncer is there. I'm like, uh, "Hello, Bruno. Uh, is uh, is Tony Fantasia here?" He's in the back counting receipts. Uh, may I go talk to of, him? Of course, you're always welcome here. Thank you. So Did I go in the room? back and through the whatever the beaded curtain. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's sitting at a table with an ever-present cigarette and burning in a dish. He's got uh, his jacket off and uh, tie loosened. He looks a little disheveled because it's that time of the day. Bonjour, Tony. Ah, sit down, Gerard. How are you this uh, fine day? Good, good. Uh, you have anything lined up uh, the next night or two? No, actually, I don't. Uh, I wanted to come and go and ask you something. Um, there are some there are some strange rumors going around on the streets that I I wanted to speak to you about. Uh, <laughs> when aren't there strange rumors going around on the street? This is true. Um, do you know of a? Um, uh, a lady of the evening, uh, the high-end lady of the mm -hmm. evening, uh, who has gone missing named Cassandra. Mm. At least that's the name that she uses. Yeah, that name, that upscale name, that sounds like that might be one of Oleander's girls. Yes, uh, her name has come up also. Yeah, all of uh, all those young ladies have these extravagant names. Um, well, I have run into uh, 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 some people, uh, friends of mine, who uh, have apparently the money to uh, afford such a thing, such an extravagance. Oh. Um, but uh, they are concerned because they cannot find her. Are they looking for her specifically? Uh, we. Well, have they been over to Phil Eighty's place? He's the one that makes arrangements for. Yes, I think they are. I think they are planning on that. Yes. Um, well, um, they could certainly ask him if uh, she's available. Well, I was. I was just hoping to see if I could find out. Um, if they are going in the wrong direction, and we could send them somewhere well, else. Well, um, yeah, wrong it's direction. It's a friend of theirs. A friend of theirs. I, I, you know, uh, this is the underworld we live in, and friends are hard to come by. 
going up the wrong avenue in what sense? Well, I mean, you, you know, most I of these just, girls, they're I just, Jane's. They're, and, I, I, uh, I just want to assist them if it helps them. Um, it's uh, apparently uh, the girl is, uh, she's also the subject of some painting. Oh, well, a couple of those girls have done modeling work to extra income. That's for certain. Well, this is for a rather unusual uh, artist, uh, oh. uh, a student of uh, uh, Pickman. You're familiar with the name? No, nope, doesn't ring a bell. Well, he does very, very unusual stuff. Um, in any case, um, if you if you know of something, you know I could um, I could help you out uh, this next month with a little. Well, less commission. <laughs> well, Oleander's girls tend to run with high rollers who like to slum. Mm -hmm. um, but the girls themselves mostly live locally. Now, uh, I've never met this uh, Lydia Oleander, and uh, frankly, I'm not entirely sure that she even exists. But, it's a uh, mysterious Oleander, see we. Yeah. But uh, who's ever running these girls have got money because they're dressed to the nines, wearing furs. Um, Not the kind of thing you normally see around here, but they tend to like the jazz clubs. These high rollers take them. My understanding is that a lot of these girls are willing to do um, specialty services outside the norm. But we all know what's the specialty services here. You, you <laughs> dabble in, 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 well, that's why I'm here. Yes, exactly, exactly. Now, if one of these girls were um, to take up with, uh, I don't know, uh, a mentor, let us say, um, Oleander'd have to get a cut of uh, whatever potential earnings uh, she'd be losing. So uh, if someone were to engage the services of someone like that exclusively, They'd have to have some money in their pocket to bankroll that. Unless, of course, she ran off because she fell in love. I don't think she ran off. How likely? I'm, a, I'm afraid she may have been uh, closer to something akin to an abduction. So she would be the girl who is missing. Hmm. And she would be someone who obviously could afford her services. Well, if she were abducted, then... Um... Oh, you know, Tony, are there any real weirdos? <laughs> Not your everyday average weirdo, but real weirdos. I mean, like a trunk murderer weirdo? A stranger, yeah, well, yeah. The kind who would like <laughs> a little something more than just fucking the girl, but... Imprisoning or well, they're out her. there. I don't, uh, I don't do business with those people, but I wouldn't be surprised if Oleander might. Who would have enough money 
to afford something like that. People up on Beacon Hill, probably. Yeah. Hmm. There now, is a name that came up once. Um, I think his name was uh, Philip Stone. Kind of nods his eyebrows go up a little bit. Well, there's money there, all right, for that sort of thing. What kind of a man is Philip Stone? Do you know? You want the public face or you want the private face? Who cares about the public face? Yeah. I've, uh, I've sent people up there to some of his uh, parties. Hmm. Clothing optional parties. Ah, so he is an eclectic. Yes. His tastes... Um, Run to the extreme. Hmm. Do you think you could give me an invite to such a party? Oh, I can um, certainly uh, send you over there with a recommendation. Yes, if you would, that would be very nice of you. Um, 20%? Sure, since I wasn't planning on making anything off of it anyway. Very good. Bonjour. Au, au revoir. <laughs> and he'll uh, scribble out basically a kind of a rough intro and put it in an envelope and say, uh, hand this over and uh, say yes to anything he asks and you'll be welcome as uh, a little ray of sunshine. Thank you very <laughs> much. Uh, merci. Merci beaucoup. Yeah, quite welcome. And I take the lintel up and I leave. And as I'm going out, I'm like, uh, au revoir, Bruno. <laughs> he kind of nods and gives you a wink. <laughs> and I head back to the apartment. Okay. All righty. Well, um, did uh, you folks make any plans for uh, meeting? We still need to uh, have Frankie and Johnny talk to their lady of the evening. But uh, I'm going to assume at least before you left the coffee shop, you may have made arrangements to at least meet the next day. Um, do any of you have any other plans for the evening? Maggie's just going to think of how to get herself out of this one. But... Um... <laughs> I, well, I'm I'm going to just head home and start formulating a plan because um, I think there's a very real chance that I could actually get into art fraud. Hmm. All right. So you're going to go home and plot and plan. Yeah. Do I know any painters? Maybe I could find a real painter and make quite a bit of cash. I'm going to get all uh, fruit up because I'm oh, going on a date. Moving right. to Panama. Oh, Panama. Uh, all righty. Um, we'll assume that uh, Johnny and Frankie play their regular gig in the, the evening. 
and uh, you're going to want to get back to your place probably no uh, later than 1 a.m. if this young lady is supposed to show up at 2. Mm -hmm. And uh, Johnny can inspect you and pick lint off your shoulders. And <laughs> I've got my spats on. Ooh, little cologne. <laughs> Uh, Johnny, are you gonna right. are you just, gonna hang out with him? And just don't embarrass yourself tonight. As uh, no guarantees there. And I won't bring up the, the subject of your wife if you don't bring it up. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, are you guys gonna be kind of watching out the window for her arrival, or are you just gonna mellow out and have a have some yeah. drinks and? And some smokes. Okay. Okay. So yeah, well, yeah, we'll have it all. That's a good idea. I, I think I am nervous. Place where we can find at least a half decent bottle of uh, something to drink. Oh sure. It's like uh, fingernail polish. <laughs> no furniture <laughs> polish. The taste of that. That's well. Yep. Bad stuff. Yeah. All right. So yeah, well, we're got the place all nice and neat, and okay. Probably spent an hour shoving dirty clothes under a bed, and <laughs> <laughs> right? Making it presentable. Hiding well, all the pizza boxes. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Stuffing the D and D books under a Esquire magazine. <laughs> <laughs> Well, she is very prompt and will uh, knock on the door to your apartment. I'm assuming I'll, that. I'll answer it. Um, I'm not entirely sure what you were expecting, but um, this young lady is drop dead gorgeous. She's got uh, auburn hair, she is swathed in a uh, mink coat with an evening gown on underneath, uh, impeccably made up. There's a glitter of uh, diamonds, probably could be paste, could be real. Uh, she has a, a slightly exotic sounding accent that's somewhat hard to place, but probably mid-European. And she gives you this warm smile and says, uh, uh, are you uh, Mr. Frankie? Oh, please come in. Uh, no, I'm, I'm Johnny, but Frankie's in the other uh, room. Please. I understand. Your coat. Would you like some oh. drink? Perhaps. That uh, would be very She shimmies out of the coat, and she's got one of these gowns on that's cut all the way open in the back to, to her waist and clings in all the right places. I understand uh, her, her features. Like slightly. I, I admire her features and you know, I take off her, 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 her jacket and I say, Oh, this way, Matt. Show her into I understand it is both of you tonight. Well of course, but my friend put which means, Frankie, you're going to be doing all the talking. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, she will sit down on the edge of the sofa or the chair and. Uh, and I'll, I'll grab her a glass of uh, that we picked up earlier. Very poised, very elegant. Looks over at Frankie and says, "You are uh, Frankie, I understand." Yeah. What What shall we call you tonight? Uh, Georgette. Georgette. Nice to meet you, Georgette. My understanding is that uh, you will both uh, be here tonight, yes? Yes, but <sighs> I'm afraid we might have brought you here under pretenses that you weren't expecting. Um, don't panic. We're not the law. <laughs> um, we're trying to help someone. Before we go too much further, uh, there is the question of uh, a payment. Yes, ma'am. Um, I, I pull up the cash. Okay, I guess we, yeah, everybody pulled in their cash. And... One presumes it's in an envelope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now I hand it to her. Tucks it away discreetly down the front of her dress. <laughs> Well, ah. so, so basically we were, were wondering to, we wanted to help someone. And it's a long story, but we, we fear that one of the, the women that you may know could be in life-threatening danger. Um, and we didn't really know how to find out who she was. We only had a, a few leads, a few, uh, a few hints. Um, that she may work for a Miss Soliander. Ah. Um, and that's how we kind of tracked you down, hoping that we could maybe, that you would be willing to help us out on our behalf. You understand I cannot say uh, anything about uh, Lydia Oleander. That, um, that would put me in a very difficult position. Hmm. Did you bring the painting with you, right, Johnny? Yeah, <clears throat> I brought it over. I wonder if you wouldn't mind looking at this painting, and uh, I'll, let, I'll, let us know if you. I'll, know I'll her. go catch it. If, if you know her. Right. So. Well, I mean, we don't even know her name. That's that's what we're 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 kind of scrambling in the dark a little bit. So you guys bring this thing out and uncover it. Yeah. She stares at it for a moment. And then her eyes get wide and her face goes pale. Blood just sort of drains out of her. And she wraps her arms around herself and starts shivering kind of uncontrollably all over. I'll cover it up immediately. And so I'll say, so now you see the type of trouble we're trying to end. The help that she needs. This is so this woman. This is horrible. What 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 is that thing? That's we have no idea either. But that's we got dragged into to this just by painting like you did. Or, this, uh, this girl, so I, I, I 
I know this girl. You recognize her? Yes, the, the, this is Cassandra. Hmm. When was the last time you seen uh, Cassandra? Oh, um, probably a, a year ago. Uh, she she left. Uh, Lydia was a uh, terrible trouble at the time. What's, what sort of trouble? Well, she was, uh, you can see, very pretty. Uh, made a great deal of money. But uh, she met uh, this man and uh, she said she was uh, in love with him and she wanted to leave to, to be only with him. Uh, what sort of man was he? What was, uh, did she talk about his profession? Uh, did she tell you? She, um, I was not her best friend, but she talked very much sometimes, you see. Uh, she was very happy. Um, Many of the girls, they thought perhaps she was just uh, pretending to feel this way so that she could leave and not have to work anymore, you see. But um, I, I, think, I think it was true love. Hmm. Hmm. Did she mention a name? I know that she met him at a party. Uh, at one of Philip Stone's parties. And I know um, that he was perhaps uh, not a businessman. I know that, uh, not a professional like um, a cab driver or something like that. Hmm. I don't think he was very wealthy. At least she never said that there was money. That's how I think sort it was true love. Star starving artist. Possibly, yes. Perhaps the man who painted this terrible picture. When did you say she left? Oh, a little over a year ago. A year. Um, January, I think. And she didn't say where she was going or anything like that? I assumed, at least from what she said, that they were going to be living together. Um, not as man and wife, you understand. Uh, I don't think he was the marrying kind. While, while they were talking, I, I will pour her another drink. Uh, picks it up with her hands still shaking and kind of sips it down a bit and a little color comes back into her cheeks. The person, of course, who would know uh, more about uh, where she went would be, uh, would be Lydia Oleander. Let me ask you this. Has anybody ever approached you for perhaps... Uh, position to something like that have you or any of the your, your co-workers uh, been approached by someone for painting sometimes yes uh, usually photography mostly photography but not, not uh, 
not a painting like this. Painting, uh, no, not very much. The kind of uh, pictures that uh, we get paid for um, do not lend themselves well to painting, I think. She gives you a little smile. I don't know. Do either of you have a camera? Yeah, I do, but we're not here for that. Uh, you have spent uh, your money. Oh, okay. Should receive. Uh, Let's take a picture, and I'll give you this look. And you well, know, we scared the shit out of her. Let's at least let's at least try to be more lighter, lighter mood. We got. We I'm gonna want to pull Johnny aside so she can't hear me. Okay, take him in the other room briefly. She'll sip her drink and. Are we not going to try to negotiate to try and get our money back? <laughs> no. Did you just see the type of scare that she? We, we put her through this same thing that we went through, and it affected us. We can split it three ways. Not how no. she's got somebody to pay. All right. Come on now. I mean, if we were to play a gig and somebody stepped us on the bill, how would you feel about that? Yeah, except if I knew it was going to help somebody, I might. It's going to help her pay her bills and her rent and put food on her table. Come on now. It's not being cold-hearted. <laughs> it's going to buy her another wife fur coat. Oh, that's what it is. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm going to be angry. And, 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 and I say, no wonder your, your wife isn't around most of the time. <laughs> I'm cheap. You're going to treat this woman. <laughs> Come back out and bring your camera. Come on. <laughs> All right. Like I said, let's at least try to lighten up the mood. Let's let her leave out of here. Leave with a smile. Okay. And, um, okay. Yep. Bring your camera. You come back out with your camera, Frankie? Yeah, yeah. Doing a 1927 style selfies, right? Well, if you come back with camera, she'll set her drink down and start unfastening her dress. Um, you wish me to pose well, with? Just make sure you're, well, I'm not going to mention that. I told you not to mention that. So. <laughs> I'll hold on to the pictures for you, Frank. Okay, I appreciate that. This is art, by the way. This is we're we're doing this tastefully. All right. I hear there's a good market for this sort of stuff. Well, she will be happy to pose in any way that you want to direct her to, and. You know, if you prefer her with clothing on or clothing optional, um, you know, she doesn't have a lot in the way of body shame or anything like that, which may be a little startling to our 20s sensibilities. Yeah. You, you mentioned... Uh, yeah, for the... Good. Uh, I was just going to say, you mentioned Philip Stone's parties. Have you been to many of his parties? I have been to three parties. Hmm. Are they as uh, wild and crazy as I heard? Yes, very much so. Most people do not wear clothing there. 
Hmm. Has it ever gotten I what you would call dangerous? Or you know what I mean? Oh. Have you have you have you always felt safe there? Is what I'm asking. Going there is one expects not to be feeling safe. Mm -hmm. is, uh, that is why people go for the danger. Yes. Putting two and two together, then, do you think Cassandra is in trouble with Mr. Stone? It's just possible if uh, perhaps she did not um, satisfy, uh, if he did not feel he was getting value for his money. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He has a temper. Oh, does he? Have you seen any of these uh, displays of his temper? at any of his parties? Oh, yes. I have seen him uh, slap people. I have seen him uh, beat a man with a cane once. Hmm. What sort of things uh, trigger these, these, uh, these outbursts? You can say you do not like his paintings. You can say that uh, he is not a good host. Little things. So it's, it's like it's, uh, it's not done in like a playful manner. It's actually he's actually a violent person. Oh yes, yes, can be sometimes. This is true. He was never that way to me, but <laughs> other people. His moods are changeable. Have any of your okay? Have, have any of your coworkers uh, suffered under under his uh, moods? One girl came back with a black eye once, but I she did not say who gave it to her. So it was after she she went to to one of his parties. Yes, and it could have been one of his other guests. And is, I am I'm assuming that Lydia is aware of this. She she allows you all to put yourself in that position. It is uh, worth a great deal of money. Mm -hmm. And you're going to protect her for that too. I did not say protect. I said it would get me in a great deal of trouble if I talk about her. The girls I can speak about, but. Uh, Lydia, her business is her business, you understand. Who do you fear more, Lydia or Mr. Stone? <laughs> Mr. Stone, I do not have to see. Lydia, I must see every day. Okay. Well. Am I missing anything, John? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think. Um, Yeah, I'm not coming up with anything. I mean, you wish to. You wish to speak to Lydia about this girl? Yeah, Cassandra? You can set that up for us. 
because think about it this way, um, from 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 Lydia's point of view, uh, uh, you know, she made Lydia a lot of money, um, and now all of a sudden she's she's disappeared. Dangerous. Um, if she can help us and give us a bit of information, perhaps we can. You track her down, you can bring her back to Lydia, and Lydia will go back to making more money. You bring this, uh, bring Cassandra back, uh, Lydia will pay you, I am certain. Yeah. But if, yeah, if any information that we can get from her that can help, we're willing to do the legwork. Yeah, how can we, can you? I mean, I, do we have to go through Mr. Addy, Phil Addy, to? Let me ask her if she will see you. I cannot guarantee that she will say yes. Right. I will tell her that you you know something about where Cassandra is. Perhaps that will make her say yes. So she's she does not like to be in the public eye. Of course. And we'll keep this as discreet as possible. You have a telephone number where I can call you or someplace uh, talk to you in the next uh, day or two? Oh, yeah. Sure. And, and I tell her, you know, the, 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 the clubs that we play. Um, and yeah, you mean, so. All right. Now, you are done with photographs? Yes. yes. You've been such a darling. Sits up straight, puts her shoulders back. Um, we still um, have some time. I'll go fetch her. And at this point of the uh, show, we can switch over to other characters. <laughs> <laughs> we will draw a gentle curtain at over this scene. Going... <laughs> well, she is she is very accommodating. <laughs> <laughs> What music shall I use at this point in the show? <laughs> Spira Gyra. Not the seventies, so. So burlesque uh, stripper music. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys can decide if you wish to entertain her individually and singly, or both together. She she is up for anything you guys want to bring to the table. Yeah, you know, I did just have one other thought. Um, is she here alone? Uh, yeah, you did not. Uh, you didn't see. There's no one standing out front. Okay. No, no. The the big bruiser or the pimp or whoever you. Yeah, that's what you know. I was picturing. Yeah, and I, nope. I thought maybe too if Cassandra had her own henchman that uh that maybe that might be an avenue we could pursue too. But it sounds like that's not a okay. That's fine. Or at least nobody that we can see. Yeah, that's that's also awesome. true. Nobody used protection back then. But I'm Well, you guys will be happily exhausted and can sleep in late. <laughs> <laughs> what time are we supposed to meet up with the others? 
probably, generally it seems like uh, late afternoon seems to be about the best time since you folks are all keeping fairly late hours. So uh, she will discreetly let herself out. <laughs> so. But uh, one will presume that the, uh, the coffee shop near Gerard's apartment is probably the most best and default place for you folks to get together. Sounds good. Okay. So. Frankie and Johnny look very relaxed. <laughs> they are glowing. They are glowing. Gerard, do you have one of those fancy cigarettes I can borrow? <laughs> And strangely enough, they don't ever look at one another. <laughs> Due to money well spent, I expect to have that $10 uh, repaid. We'll work on that. Uh, Maggie's a little, little pale. She's, uh, she's unsure of uh, what's going what's gonna to happen. Um, so she's she's a little quiet this morning. So we're we're jumping ahead to the next day. Okay. Yeah, unless there's anything else you folks need mm -hmm. to do aside from getting some sleep and or have further things you want to follow up on at this point. Well, I was sort of thinking about just going over there that that evening. Mm -hmm. But I kind of changed my mind. I need to get something to where I look really decent. Okay. I'll probably do it tomorrow. All right. Where were you going to go? What's that? Where were you going to go? I was going to go over to Philip Stone's house. Oh, okay. All right. I was just going to knock on the door and just stand there and stare at him with a smoldering sort of look. Yeah. <laughs> oh, a smoldering God. look. <laughs> yeah, this dude sounds dangerous. Is that that's just where you find the best money? <laughs> oh, Better be careful, Gerard. You might end up in a painting next. Yeah. Yeah, I don't believe in the silliness. He doesn't paint. believe it. So experience. It. It's, just a, it's just a piece of wood with some paint on it. What so what do y'all think? Just what, a what? trick of the light. <sighs> we, a little bit more information, but what sort of avenues do you think we have to pursue here? Um, well, it seems like everything is pointing towards uh, this party. Mm -hmm. Get into a party uh, with uh, Mr. Stone. Oh, and I will get in there. I have no idea, but. So, are we all sharing our information with one another, minus certain details? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> The gentleman doesn't kiss and tell. Well, um, say, so, uh, well, I was meaning that I don't tell you anything about what I was doing. Say, Gerard, um, mm. do, you, do you know any good painters? I know, monsieur, I am a sculptor, not a painter. You don't know any painters? Where, where might I find a painter if I needed a painter? I mean, not like for painting my walls. I mean, for painting a painting for, oh, for, there know, are, for a commission. There are countless uh, um, starving artists over in uh, um, 
Blah, 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 blah. That place. Artist Square. <laughs> the Boston Art Club. Yeah, yeah, the Boston Art Club. There you go. Okay. Boston Art Club, eh? Whether they are good or not, that is... Well, that's where Lambert came out. Uh, yes, Lambert is a terrible artist. I've seen his work. But he, he was a member there. Or, I don't know what the proper term is, but he and Pickman, I believe, both had showings there. Or they were, they were thrown out, but you can find out why. Are you seriously considering this prize? Is this a new avenue for you? Well, um, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm just wondering. I, uh, hmm. did you, out of game? Did you tell us about your deal with uh, Danny Dice? Yes, I did. You did. Okay. Yes. Well, it, it, tangentially, I, I said I might have inadvertently involved myself in a in an art fraud scam, um, and that he that that I had a a line on where there was another one of these paintings. Um, but um, you know, I, I do still have my uh, my business card for um, E. Whittington Pillbeam, um, art dealer. <laughs> so um, I, I might possibly be able to uh, to engage the services of an artist or copyist, as the case may be. Um, has Has Maggie told us the rather strange Mister uh, Mister Stones the some of the weird details? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm leaving that to Maggie. <laughs> <laughs> the big mouth over here. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, well, I mentioned to Mr. Stone about the painting, and he seems very, very interested. He knows exactly what we're talking about. Um, and uh, he has invited Prez and I to his uh, next party, which is this very Wednesday. Uh, oh, mon dieu. Something the matter, Gerard? I am also invited to this party. <laughs> well, you're more than welcome to come. I, in fact, okay. I think How there should be quite a variety of us. This, does, this seems like a very uh, comfortable... What am I going to do now? <sighs> <laughs> well, okay. Um, when so, is the when is the party from this time? Uh, from where you are now, two days. Today's Monday. Why did you just react like that, Gerard? <sighs> He doesn't want to be there. With it me. is not important. Well, it seemed like it was important. You have you got something on on Wednesday you wanted us to be at or something? Uh, 
do not worry about it. Just ignore him. I thought we were over this, Gerard. I thought we were a team. Yeah. We're trying to help this young lady. Yes. Did, uh, speaking of the young lady, do we know anything about her whereabouts? Uh, do we think she may be with Mr. Stone? Is that kind of the vibe that you two got from the, the woman you met with? Did you and Johnny show her the painting? Yeah, we, we had to show her something to to see if she recognized the lady. The but, but, but how? And she could see. She definitely had the yes, reaction she... that the rest of us did. You're special, Gerard. What time is it? It's uh, <laughs> I need some coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the big cup. Thank you. <laughs> Double shot of espresso. Mad. Well, Gerard, yeah, I think well, we should well, be working. Well, pretty much. Go ahead. Yes, yes, yes. We are working no, together. Yeah, you're the only one who hasn't seen it. Please, please go on with your conversation. Ignore me. <laughs> um, yeah, so but we'll share. Uh, we'll share We're all, all of our yeah. and we'll That's let you know that if you go to this yeah. party, you might be in danger. So yeah, and Maggie definitely got the vibe that <laughs> she's going to be in danger. Yeah, and I've also promised that I would bring the painting to him, but at this point. He's expecting the painting no matter what. He already has the place set out for it. So our goal is to see if we can try and find this woman. I don't give a damn about the painting if he has it in his weird little sanctum or whatever he calls it. Except now we're sort of, Prez has promised it to Danny Dice and you've promised it to Mr. Stone. Well, perhaps, perhaps fraud is <laughs> out of this. Maybe we should all be looking I'm for. Telling, I'm telling you, we just uh, we just get a couple of copies made and cash in and move on. So Stone Stone has already paid for this piece, though, right? He was lying to President and I when he said that he. Uh, uh, Don't think she, she can answer that question. <laughs> huh? That's not a question she can answer yet. <laughs> right, right. No, no, no. I was just trying to see if we oh, had you're thinking out. You're thinking out loud. Yeah. This is Maggie thinking out loud. Yeah. So he already he he was going to have the painting delivered to him. So that implies that he knows that of the painting's existence made it seem like present he made it seem to present i that he did not know that the painting was real he had heard just rumors about it and that it was speculation and that that's what he was saving that space for so 
someone either he's lying or someone wants to get it to this gentleman for a specific reason yeah and so i feel like there's another piece of this that we're we're there's there's another entity out there that that we're we're unaware of well danny danny i find it hard to believe that danny dice would give this away if he knows it's worth a lot of money you know what I mean? Mm. Unless he owed something. Can I just say I, I like saying Danny Dice? Yeah. That's a nice <laughs> alliteration. Yeah. Um, I agree, but yes, perhaps there's someone else that we're not aware of. This this is a multi-level operation. And I, I mean, to me, I don't know, Prez, if you felt the same way, because he was mostly focused on me, but Mr. Stone felt very, um, uh, shall we say, uh, enticed by the idea that this is a real product, and he, in fact, wanted to see it immediately. He thinks it's a Pikmin. That's true. He didn't mention uh, Lambert's name. Really? That's interesting. He also seems to not know about Cassandra, which I mentioned, but you don't you don't wonder if maybe um maybe uh maybe Lambert signed his name on one of Pikmin's paintings to try and make a name for himself, maybe. From what I understand, it doesn't look anything like a Pikmin. I guess That's so. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't really know uh, much about. Uh, art. But I, I remember. I mean, those, bits. those, 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 those dogs playing poker, though. <laughs> That's a good That's one. That's class. That's yeah. class. That is. I, I, I'd like that hanging up on. Is this, is this another drug-induced uh, uh, hallucinations that you've had dogs playing? Cards. We never seen that. Dogs playing poker. You're not hanging out with the right artists there, Jeremy. Yeah, you're not going to the right bars. Yeah. Uh, that 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 picture's been hanging up in it in every bar I've drunk in for the last ten years. <laughs> yes. Well, if if Stone doesn't know that Lambert did this, maybe Stone hasn't even seen the painting. He hasn't. He only knows of it. He only knows he he knows rumor and speculation about it. He knows sort of what it's, um, uh, you know. He knows the 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 base figments of it. He might have seen a, a reproduction or something. Or told. well, it's in uh, it's in Prez, you can give him a piece of wood with something painted on it, and he won't know the difference. That's what I'm thinking. The other thing is it the the theme of the painting is totally out of sync with the rest of the paintings in the sanctum besides the eeriness of it of which we've all seen with an exception uh it it would not fit well at all in, in with the rest of those paintings and so i'm that that it must be something about this painting has some sort of um symbolism that he's uh he's looking for 
this is a very disturbed man. I, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm very uncomfortable, and I, I, I don't know if I can go to this party on Wednesday. I, I, I he shocked my sensibilities. No, you should. I kind of liked him. I don't think you should go. You should, you should be safe and stay home with the coffee and the tea and stuff. Thanks, Gerard. So you can go. Well, Actually, I have the, 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 the very opposite idea. I say that if we if you were invited to this party, go. We should all go. No, you cannot go to one of um, these sort of things without an invitation. Mm-hmm. Well, I but, have the painting that he. I have the painting that he wants. That's true. That could be our our way in. I mean, present. I already have one. And Gerard, it seems like he's also been invited somehow. You know, you're going to have to go naked. He said dressing was optional. I I thought he was just talking about dresses and that I could wear trousers or something. But no, he means actually suits. Dress, yes, that's. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's intending us to take a cab over there in in our bare scuddies, though. Well, I'm well, sure he has a cloak room or something. The cloak room. The cloak room, yes. I'm guessing you'll you'll debag at the appropriate uh, juncture. Hmm. Well, Where? this is just totally very strange, but I mean. Can we get more information out of Oleander to get more information about this Cassandra girl? She may not even be with Philip Stone anymore. He didn't seem to have any idea who she is. Well, yeah. You also said that he he pretended not to know about the painting or not owning the painting. That's true, but it was a topic of the painting, and so he was very um, emphatic about anything related to the painting. I feel like he would have mentioned something. Well, well he could have been lying, unless he's trying to um, remove his motives, which seems that he, he has been. <sighs> what if Cassandra's in the basement? I don't know. The right question there? here, I mean. I, I, I have a feeling that, that our, our investigation here is leading us uh, Mr. Stone's party. I mean, we have a few days until, until this party happens. So get a bit of information before. Um, and if it leads elsewhere, then we can ignore the so far it's our only lead i i agree we should, we should do some digging because a guy like that is going to have some dirt on him oh he's, he's, absolutely he's bound to yeah. he's bound to absolutely well if you folks uh want to pursue some research or digging through newspapers or anything like that before our next session then we can do that through email um it sounds to me like uh there are a number of unanswered questions hanging out to look into, uh, which sounds like a uh, good cliffhanger to kind of end the evening on. We. Oui. 
All right, that is a good spot. This is really an outstanding game. <laughs> Thank you. Very, very interesting. <laughs> Our players included Jeff Wilkins, uh, Troy, uh, Troy Wheeldryer, Mick Swan, Steve Hill, Wayne Worthy, and myself with Janice Hill as Keeper of the Secrets. Our musical intro, Jubilee Stomp, was performed by Duke Ellington and his Cotton Club Orchestra. We're currently producing four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. Patrons of our show enjoy the privilege of listening to some of our pre- and post-game conversations. We discuss just about everything. It can be fascinating, funny, and insightful. If you'd like to become a patron, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar or two a month will help us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel for updates on our latest shows, and leave us some comments. We love hearing from you. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.